Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is your look at the astrology of June 13th through 19th, 2022. This is also Empowering Astrology. Yes, uh, that's the name of the work that I've been doing over the last, I guess, decade plus at this point. And, you know, if you're new to my work, I look at astrology from a very holistic perspective. But in this work, I mean, every week we gather to look at the astrology live, is to look at what's going on in the sky and what's the energies that we're working with and how maybe they connect to different stories, different parts of our lives, and how is this energy trying to get us to grow and evolve and transform. And, you know, you hear me say every week, the astrology is 50%, you are the other 50%. So you, yes, you, you get to participate in this astrology and work with, let's say last week, even though maybe it was a little bit of a heavy week, there's a lot of Saturn in the astrology. And so how do we work with Saturn? Or, or this week, we have a Sagittarius full moon. How do we work with those energies? That's really at the heart of what I do. Um, but again, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in the New York City area. And you know, I just giving you my spiel a few moments ago about the astrology. It's it's like fresh on my mind. Um, I was doing an interview earlier today, and I always get the question like, how did you get into astrology? And I've always been to, into astrology, at least since an adolescent. I, I grew up in a house that had astrology books. Um, they were actually my dad's astrology books. My dad, who's an engineer, was also in, or is still in, into astrology. Um, but that's what st- sparked my my interest. And then it was you know growing up and, and reading about my own astrology and being like, hey, wait a second. This is some pretty terrible astrology that I have. That must mean I have a terrible life ahead. And it really, uh, you know, as I got older and I grew you know, more mature and sort of got to these very important points in my life, I realized that it was actually so much more than that. That's why, that's why, that's why I say the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50% because I could have looked at all those Saturn squares in my chart and just been like, all right, it's going to be a terrible life. Or use Saturn's energy to work and to build and to construct. Um, so here we are, we're, we're working and we're building and we're constructing. How are you all doing? Um, I think, well, I feel last week was kind of hard. How are, how are you all doing? Uh, put it in the comments, um, whether you are watching live or watching the replay. You can watch the replay on YouTube, uh, Instagram, and even Spotify. And of course, always nice to know where you all are watching from. My Sagittarius Rising loves to travel vicariously through you all. That's another thing I was thinking about because it is a Sagittarius full moon uh, on on Tuesday, June 14th. Um, I actually started doing these Facebook lives on a Sagittarius full moon in 2019. And I probably would cringe if I went back and looked, but you know what, I gave it my best shot. Um, But kind of makes a point and you know, go back to the astrology. Your astrology will always be your astrology. That is the one constant. The thing that is not constant is you. You will grow, evolve, and mature. <laughs> the reason I, one, of the, one of the reasons I started doing these Facebook Lives is that my chart hinted at public speaking, but if you knew me way back when, um, that was nothing even close to my reality. 
Um, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna challenge myself. So maybe, you know, this is to inspire you all to, to do something that may be a little bit scary, a little bit vulnerable, um, but pushes you to become better in some way, to grow and mature and to step into your own astrological potential. So another thing I was thinking about today in, in my interview, it's like, why astrology? Well, astrology gives us a map, your own personal birth date, birth time and birthplace gives you a map for your life and it shows your highest potential, but we can live that highest potential just a teeny tiny fraction of what that potential is, for example. So let's, you know, somebody's saying astrology and numerology helped a lot. Um, I'm, I'm a, I know enough of numerology to be dangerous, but that's, that's, where, it, that's where it begins and ends. Um, so yeah, let me know how you're doing. Um, we are in the last week of Gemini season. Um, we're in that home stretch before the solstice and here in the northern hemisphere we are coming up to the summer solstice. So we're about to say goodbye to spring and cross over into a new season. Um, that We'll talk about that next week but there is this energy in, in Gemini about gathering and looking at the duality of life and uh, movement and travel and education exploration and maybe this is a good segue to the fact that Mercury is now back in Gemini. So we, we have a little bit of a different flavor of this last week of Gemini season because previously Mercury has been retrograde, Mercury has been in Taurus, um, very different sign than Gemini, but we need to get curious. We need to look at different perspectives and new ideas and you know sort of the story that's in the Sagittarius full moon this week and it's a reminder that we were having eclipses in Sagittarius and Gemini not that long ago just um you know last year we had that last solar eclipse in Sagittarius for example but the eclipses of 2020 and 2021 we're trying to teach us the this sort of the trap that we can sometimes get into with Sagittarius, where we are so absolutely dead certain that our way of seeing things is the right way. And so the North Node, when it was in Gemini, and it was in Gemini up until January of 2022, is the need to get new ideas, new perspectives, to question, to go back to source material, to read up, to get curious. I didn't say that already and and i think on some level that remains I mean, we just don't have the nodes in gemini and sagittarius anymore so these this full moon um you know now that the nodes have moved on it's, it's not a not an eclipse like it was last year so this week it's about the bigger vision it's about truth and meaning and faith and knowledge and how we see the world and how we see ourselves in the world and that push to to get out and to explore and to go on a quest and try to find answers sagittarius as the last fire sign um it acts as sort of the torch the flame you know it takes the energy of aries and leo mars the sun and it becomes this sort of impassioned conviction. It becomes faith, that sort of fervent faith. And I mean this in the best possible way, of course. You know, Sagittarius makes us aware that there's cool things to do out there in the world. Um, and I mean that, you know, kind of, you know, like I said, it's Sagittarius rising, but there's this really, that's the thing about astrology and sort of the, the zodiac and how the zodiac is the symbolic wheel of life that, 
we have to keep moving in the signs. We can't sort of stay in Gemini. Uh, Gemini, it's like, okay, you, you, you had all the experiences. You learned all the things. You did all the things. Well, what does it mean? What does it teach you? How does it inform your life, your worldview, your spirituality, your faith, your truth? Um, if Gemini season talks about words and ideas, then the Sagittarius full moon is about faith, but it's about what are these words and ideas form? You know, a book, a philosophy, a religion, an ideology, a sense of right and wrong and, and truth and convictions. So that's sort of this pool, this larger pool that we're having this week. Um, you know, this full moon is going to be at 23 degrees of Sagittarius, and it reminded me that we had a, actually a solar eclipse, same degree. Uh, I think it was December 14th of 2020. I think it's maybe worth your while to think back to that time and what was going on. Tail end of 2020. Boy, it was that an interesting, interesting year. But what truths did you discover? How did you have to see things differently? What's your relationship with right and wrong? There is a sense in, in Sagittarius is teaching us about the consequences of our actions. Um, I'm going to say morality. I realize it's a very heavy, loaded word. Um, but this idea that there is a greater sense of right and wrong, or that we even live our, live our lives in accordance with some sort of code or inner compass. So there's that sense of like, why well, I, I do this, but I don't do this. And even, um, you know, somebody that has a lot of uh, like upstanding, you know, we sort of respect them. They, they're really above board. There's a better word to, <laughs> adjective to use. I just can't think of it right now. So yeah, we say a man or a person of their convictions. And so what are your convictions? Where, where do you draw the line? Um, what, were you, what will you stand up for? What will you fight for? And that's which brings me to Mars. You know, Mars is in Aries. Jupiter is in Aries. And Aries is about the individual. It's about that sense of push, that push to take action. And, you know, there is this energy um, around Sag and Aries about a mission, you know, the sort of the, the crusades that we rally against or rally around or the sort of sense of mission and purpose. But here's the thing, um, this full moon picks up on the energy of Mars conjunct Chiron. So Chiron's a newer addition to astrology. It takes a little bit of the spark um, out of this full moon. It's We can't quite rush ahead like we normally would with this full moon, but certainly there's a lot of fire in this full moon. Fire is about ideas. Um, it's about identity, it's creativity, passion, the, the ideas that we passionate about, the things that we want to debate. But Chiron is an Aries. It's been an Aries since 2018, 2019. And Chiron talks about a pain point in the sky, the sort of symbolic pain point that we all need to personally and collectively heal. And what's Chiron and Aries? Well, Chiron and Aries says the pain point is around being brave enough or courageous enough to go after what we want stand up for what we want, to individuate, to lead. And we've all had those moments where we feel the, the insecurity, we feel the lack of confidence. And it's, of course, it's a very human, relatable emotion. And 
if you're born with Chiron Aries, you know, 1968 to about 1977, this is a pain point that is in your chart. So you're that, that thing, that button that gets pressed over and over again. Do I have the courage and motivation to move forward, to be brave, to be courageous, to go after what I want again? And maybe this is a week where you're really feeling that story come to a head. Um, it's easy sometimes not to go after what we want. But I think that there's something about this full moon that's really trying to get you to connect with your desires, with your wants and your needs. And how does that shape your world, your worldview, your sense of truth and meaning and what you think is possible and not possible? And sometimes we have to fight for the things that are right. And I mean that as a sort of a general neutral statement. There's, of course, things on an everyday level that we sort of need to say no to or sort of like inspire people to actually have the courage and bravery to be themselves. Or for them, for this person to learn to say no or to fight back in a positive way, of course. So Chiron says that we can't heal it from, a, from strictly a personal level. We have to be able to look at it as a larger societal, social, collective uh, construct or even pain point. So when you, this week, you may be asked on some level to be brave and courageous, hopefully coming from a place of love and compassion, um, but to be brave and courageous, and maybe this is something that you've been terrified your whole life. I am so terrified to public speak. I am so terrified to really tell people what's in my heart or to go after the type of relationship that I really want or you know, something else, for example. And maybe you have to do the scary thing this week. Um, and maybe that shifts what you believe is possible. It shifts your worldview. This full moon is also making a square to Neptune. It's just my experience that when Neptune, you know, especially when we had the Pisces um, new moon, um, I forget what degree that was at, but when we have these new full moons that are in hard aspect to Neptune, there's kind of this really tricky narrative that comes up. Neptune is a planet that reminds us of how we are all connected and sometimes it's a tragedy that reminds us that we're all connected and we really feel that pain and suffering because we say, oh my God, I can't believe that that would happen. Not always, of course, but Neptune puts us in touch with the universality of life. It's not my emotions, my feelings, my wants, my desires. It's the feelings, wants, and desires um, of, of humanity, of something larger than ourselves. And so there's this call or, or even a friction because it's a square to have to resolve our wants and our needs and our desires with the wants and needs and desires of something greater than us, however, however you want to define that. The thing about Neptune, and, and this is, you know, sometimes when I see it as a strong part of the story, it's like, I don't care how rich you are, famous you are, important you are, powerful you are, it better be in aligned, in a good in alignment with your soul. And so maybe that's another thing that we are trying to navigate this week. Is this good for my soul? Is this good for my higher self, my spirit, um, my sense of truth and meaning? Am, am I growing? Am I, am I healing something very deep? Um, and, and maybe we have to rectify 
that, you know, we rectify our worldview against something that maybe is clashing against our worldview and, and maybe even learning to open up and to find compassion and understanding for things that we never thought we would have compassion and understanding for. So it's a very interesting full moon. Um, the full moon, of course, always stands in contrast to the new moon. Two weeks before, we had a Gemini new moon. I think it was 10 degrees of Gemini. Um, but that that Gemini new moon had Mercury in Taurus, and I believe we were still retrograde then. I can't remember. So there's something now, you know, we have some forward movement. We had to go back and reflect on something the first few weeks of Gemini season. But now it's time to move forward and maybe moving forward is scary. Um, you know, personal example. Um, and, and, and again, I'm, I'm thinking about this because it's fresh on my mind. I was asked, being asked these questions about you know, becoming an astrologer. When I left my 20 year career in IT uh, in graphic design, it was like this scariest, like literally the scariest thing I ever had to do. At the same time, it was like paradoxically the easiest thing that I had to ever had to do. Why? Because I knew I was doing something that was so much in the truth of who I was that to, to do otherwise would to betray myself, um, to betray everything that I'd worked internally or on myself to grow and evolve. And maybe the reason I'm sharing that story with you is that that's something that may resonate with your experience this week. Maybe it's the scariest, but it's at the same time the easiest thing because to, to do otherwise would be to betray yourself, to betray your higher self, to betray your truth and your convictions. So whatever it is this week, it's pushing on a pain point, um, but not to create suffering for suffering's sake. It's just to show us that there is a knot there. There's been a knot there. It's maybe even been in our blind spot, or maybe we, we've known that knot is there, but that knot um, needs to be released for the good of humanity. I know that's a big statement, but Neptune's one of those planets, Chiron's one of those planets that doesn't talk about you on a personal level. It doesn't it's not about what you ate for lunch. It's not about your career. It's about these bigger existential themes and questions and perhaps even answers. So this full moon will be again at 23 degrees of Sagittarius, uh, 715, no, 751 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time here in the New York City area where I am. Um, and then we go into the rest of the week. We've got a few other things to keep in mind. We've got Mars conjunct Chiron, which in a way I've already talked about, having the courage and the bravery, and by extension, Jupiter there, have the faith to make that leap of faith and to do something that maybe is a little, a little uncomfortable and scary, but by doing it, it profoundly trans transforms you for the better. Um, then we have Sun square Neptune, and this energy is is in the excuse me it's, it's in the it's in the energies of the full moon. So we're already feeling that sort of pull at the threads of our reality, um, the blur of the boundaries between this world and the next world with the Sun square Neptune. But we also the same day have Sun trine Saturn. So it makes me think of the temperance the temperance card. And the tarot, the sort of the balancing of you know spirit and matter, heaven and earth, and so how do we do that? I mean, maybe that's a tall order this week, but we have human lives and we have human needs, but we have spiritual lives and spiritual needs. Same day, sixteenth uh, of June, if that's correct. No, yeah, sixteenth of June. Um, then we have Venus conjunct 
the North Node. Uh, Venus has been in Taurus. We had the Venus uh, conjunct Uranus last week. That was fun. Um, and then we had Venus now coming up to the North Node of the Moon. The North Node of the Moon is the compass point, so to speak, in the astrology. So right now, collectively, personally, we are all headed, air quotes, headed towards Taurus. How do we find stability and security, safety? How do we find a very different relationship with our bodies, our physicality, our physical needs, our sense of comfort, and even our, our relationship with the material world, including money, income, and worth and value? Anytime a planet comes up to the nodes, uh, whether it's a conjunction or a square, it's like the doors of fate open and close. So yes, we have a little bit of a hint of eclipse energy this week. Venus, what is Venus? Venus is the planet of relationships. It's also the planet of money, income, and value, resources, material goods. So you know, maybe there's a sense of something around values, something around relationships, and we're seeing things shifting this week yet again. Um, speaking of Venus, Venus will come up to a square to Saturn this weekend on the 18th of June. Um, Saturn, 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 you know, you know what I mean? Or maybe you don't know what I mean. So Saturn wants stability. It wants equity and balance. Whatever you are doing in your life, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a career, whether it's purchasing something, Saturn is making you think of the long term. So the sense of needing to have commitment, definition, boundaries, limits. If something is out of bounds, if something is out of order, there's a need to put things back into order this weekend. But Saturn actually loves relationships. Saturn reminds us that we can't do life alone. So there's a need to negotiate this week, a need to prioritize relationship and sort of get clear about you and another person. It doesn't have to be necessarily a romantic relationship, or maybe it's you and people in general and uh, really recalibrating how you connect and interact with people. Uh, well, that's your look at the astrology of this week. Let's go through the 12 signs, um, especially to see where this Sagittarius full moon is going to, to activate. Um, just a friendly reminder, you, of course, can listen for your sun sign, listen for your rising sign. I know people like to listen to all the signs, you know, maybe your, you know, your partner or your best friend or whomever. Um, and what, what, do we, what do we do with it? So start with Aries. Aries. So Sagittarius is what's called your ninth sign. So the ninth sign in anybody's chart is about really opening up our eyes to the world beyond us. You know, it's not just about education or travel. It's something that really expands our vision. This is a very visionary place in the chart. But on a mundane level, yes, you know, maybe you are planning a long-term trip, you know, someplace very far away. Maybe you're focusing on your education or even higher education, going back to school, um, getting a degree. But then there's these larger existential questions about what's true, what's not true, what do you believe in, what do you stand for, what's your philosophy, and even what's your faith. Now there is a strong connection between this full moon and you because there are three planets in Aries right now. 
Mars, Jupiter, and of course Chiron. So Aries, there's something like you're needing to stand up for something. Sorry, that wasn't good English, but you need to stand up for something. And really, it might be uh, something that's close to your heart, a sense of mission and purpose. Um, and maybe it's even to share what you believe in, to, to profess. Uh, something that you believe is uh, a way, not the way, a way to see the world. Um, but there is a sense of right and wrong and sort of, you know, maybe legal matters or a sense of justice and fairness. But that said, um, really focusing on knowledge and wisdom and really sharing what you know and being a leader, um, but not in a way that hits anybody over the head with what you believe in. Just, just keep it keep it open. Um uh, da, 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 da. Mercury goes back into Gemini, and so the next uh, few weeks, couple of weeks, you can be very busy, very restless, a lot of movement, a lot of travel, a lot of information being exchanged. But as I was saying in the introduction, uh, Mars is conjunct Chiron this week. Really pay attention to your deeper pain points. This week is giving you an opportunity to heal, to step up, and to sort of uh, transcend a, a story that keeps you small and keeps you from moving forward. Taurus. Uh, Taurus, like, you know, like you hear me say every week, there's a lot going on in your sign. So Mercury has moved on. Um, it was in Taurus for a few weeks, but more importantly, Venus is in Taurus right now. So on, in, I think a typical time, if we took some of the other players out of the sky right now, this would be a time just to enjoy being a Taurus. But um, Venus is just past a conjunction to Uranus. It's coming up to the North Node uh, this week, and then it was squares Saturn this weekend. This is just playing into a larger story about growth and evolution and transformation uh, with Taurus. It doesn't mean that you can't Taurus, Taurus, meaning you can't um, take care of yourself. You can't enjoy the pleasure of life or slow down um, and, and really figure out what's going to be comfortable for you. But at the same time, you have to challenge yourself. You have to push yourself forward and you have to kind of go f closer to these larger changes and transformations that you're going through this year, Taurus. Um, this full moon is in Sagittarius. Sagittarius is your eighth sign. And maybe you've heard me say different points throughout the year. The eighth sign in anybody's astrology chart is that space that we have to go to face ourselves. Taurus, this is a full moon for you to really do the work to go within, to see what is in the deep, dark parts of you inside that maybe is either self-sabotaging are getting in the way of this larger transformation. It does also put the spotlight on wealth, um, finance, assets, resources, um, estates, and sort of the resources that you share with other people. And so maybe getting money stuff in order. But with all this energy pointed towards Aries, which is your 12th, this is a great full moon for you to really let something go, for you to release something. It could be uh, some aspect of the inner saboteur. It could be some sh you know, inner shadow work. Um, it could be an attachment, an addiction, because the 12th gives us a place to really, truly release something um, out beyond this physical world. So there's a lot of heavy emotions coming up this week, Taurus. Do 
take care of yourself. Um, don't forget to Taurus, like the good side of Taurus, which is just enjoy life, enjoy pleasure, enjoy the physical world, get some sunshine, but at the same time, know that you are doing your work this week, Taurus. Gemini. So Mercury has returned back to Gemini, which means that you have a little bit more pep in your step right now, Gemini. Um, I know it's the last full week of Gemini season, so we're sort of wrapping up and maybe you're celebrating your birthday. If your birthday is on a full moon, plus or minus a couple of days, the coming year is you're in the spotlight in some way. Life's not quiet. Life is louder. You have to take action. Things are moving. Um, a sad full moon for you puts relationships in the spotlights. And this is a time for you to look at other people. And maybe if you don't have relationship in your life, Sagittarius full moon is, happy, is helping you to bring people into your life. Or maybe you are in an existing relationship and you have to make decision like is this working is this not working maybe it's all relationships maybe it's just a time to socialize connect gemini is a very social sign um it is an air sign so you're kind of getting out there and connecting with people this full moon um, puts the spotlight on friends and communities so this could be both one-on-one -on -one relationships but also your relationships with the world at large and maybe some aspect of friendship is highlighted with this full moon for you Maybe with Chiron there and Mars there, there's a deeper pain point that's getting pressed between you and another person. Or maybe it's not friends in community, but it's sort of the world at large and really feeling like you know where you belong, uh, Gemini. I think it's just been a very existential year for you. There's just a, there, Your astrology is so much about trying to really figure out what you believe in, what you stand for, and having to get really into the, the deeper stuff this week. Um, it is pulling at Neptune. Neptune's been in your career sign since 2011, 2012. Kind of an earlier comment that I made that I'll make again, Gemini. It's like with your professional life and other aspects of your life right now, especially if you're born um, this week, um, like you're celebrating a birthday, you have to make sure that it's like, again, like you can be the most powerful person in the world, the, the most famous or the, or the richest person in the world, but does it feed your soul? So really try to figure out, Gemini, as you go into this new year, if you're celebrating a birthday, is how does something start to feed you on a very deeper level and so that there's no conflict between your human life and something deeper? Um, cancer. Cancer, this Sagittarius full moon for you is highlighting what's called your sixth, sixth sign. And the sixth sign in anybody's astrology is about health and wellness, it's work, it's projects, and it really talks about the nitty gritty of being a human in this world, meaning we all have to brush our teeth, uh, go to work, um, pay our bills, and maybe this is a full moon where you have to really look at your human life and like what needs tending to. Typically full moons, um, they really press, your, you know, they really impress you to do, to really take care of something um this energy is, is is sort of connecting the sixth to the tenth because aries is your career sign so you've got 
you've got Mars there, you've got um, Jupiter there. And so maybe you're doing some you know, big things at work, projects, um, really focusing on some sort of project getting out there. Um, and really maybe on some level thinking about like some bigger career changes or even recognition, um, career growth, especially with Jupiter there. Um, I would say Cancer, this is a time for you to really um, utilize the energy of Jupiter and Mars in your career sign. So really go after what you want. And again, as I said in the introduction, it may be scary, um, but you will be forever transformed when you really put yourself out there and you take a positive risk. Oh, there goes Miguel. Hey, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a little um, Miguel uh, cameo for, for Cancer. Um, but Mercury does go back into Gemini, and uh, Gemini is what's called your 12th sign. So you've got a couple of weeks of really trying to listen to your inner voice, your intuitive voice, and see how maybe whatever, you know, human life stuff you're doing right now, that maybe you're getting some intuitive uh, guidance into the best way forward for you. Um, da, 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 Leo. <laughs> um, Leo. So this full moon is in a fire sign. Hey, Leo, you are a fire sign. So it's sort of adding this sort of spark, this passion, this creativity, and this energy. And this is in your fifth sign. And the fifth sign is all about who are you? And the reality is sometimes we don't know who we are. Um, you know, we, who we think who we are is, you know, a mental construct or who, what other people tell us, or maybe even the name on our, our ID. That's, that's not who we are. Who we are is something deep inside. And so this is a full moon for you to really reignite that spark, that passion, that energy that allows you to be you. So maybe you're getting involved in something creative. Um, the energy of this full moon goes over to the ninth. So it's 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 you. It's it's what makes you. But at the same time, it's like, well, how, how do you share yourself with the world? How do you take your creativity and broadcast it, publish it? Um, how do you stand up for something that you believe in? How do you really share you with the world? Um, and maybe some sort of creative endeavor, endeavor um, is getting off the ground. You know, it is a big time for you, Leo. We've been talking about this over and over again. So, you know, I think with these bigger structural changes in your life right now, don't forget about what makes you, you, what gives you life, what gives you fire, what gives you passion. This full moon, for those for whom this is relevant, uh, does highlight children. So if you're trying to have a child, if you're trying to start a family, or just want more energy of children in your life, this is a full moon to certainly do what you need to do. Um, but then that said, you know, there is a bigger sense of like, you know, what, what do you believe in? What's your truth? What's the sense of right and wrong? What are the convictions that you live your life by? Um, you know, with the energy of Mercury back in Gemini, it is a time for friends and community and really looking at the, the world at large and sort of figuring out what you want your future to be like. But like I said, Leo, a lot of structural changes in your life. Venus, um, Venus is your, um, your career planet is coming up to a square to Saturn this weekend. So you're going you're gonna to have to get very focused um, on where you're headed with your professional life, what you want to be when you grow up. Um, Saturn is not a bad 
that person, but Saturn really does want us to have more um, responsibility or even excellency in, in our lives, and in this case, your professional life. So set the, the bar higher for yourself this week. Again, have it come from passion and joy, and then prepare to be prepared to share yourself with the world in some way. Um, Virgo. Virgo, so this full moon is in something called your fourth sign. And so this is the time of year when it's about home and family. And a full moon really sort of pushes you to take action in some way. So in a very mundane way that this may unfold is that you're moving, you're making a change in your household. Um, somebody's moving in, somebody's moving out, or a family member or family members, plural, maybe even your parents, need your attention. But this is a, a time when it is, you know, you're sort of balancing out um, uh, Gemini season. The sun is up in the highest reaches of your chart. It's about your professional life. But our worldly ambitions, they need support. They, you, you need to have your roots nourished. So I think on some level, Gemini, not Gemini, um, Virgo, this is a time for you to really make sure that your inner needs, your inner wants and desires are getting nourished, that you sort of feel safe and secure, a roof over your head, you've got people to support you. Um, this full moon is pointing back towards Aries, and Aries for you is something called your eighth sign. So this may bring up really deep emotions, uh, maybe even stuff that's very old, and maybe even some deeper emotional pain points, and maybe even stuff from childhood that you've been holding on to. But there is an opportunity to release and to let something go. Um, and maybe this is saying, okay, you know, maybe you have some sort of ambition in the world, Virgo, but you have to make sure that that ambition has a solid ground to, to, to rest upon. And maybe sometimes things from the past or things that you're holding on to at an emotional level are getting in the way of you having the success, however you want to define that, in the world. Um, Mercury is back in your career sign, so for the next couple of weeks, it is about pushing forward in your professional life. You have to sort of get back to, um, you know, when Mercury goes retrograde, look at things from a different perspective, reanalyze your values, reanalyze your truth, and now it's time to take action and move forward. Um, Libra. Libra, so Venus is in your eighth sign, and Venus is your planet, but Venus has been traversing some very, um, let's say, rocky astrology. Rocky is not bad, but rocky definitely pushes you, Libra, to have an even footing. So, and you've heard me talk about this in previous um, uh, Facebook Lives, um, that this is a time overall for Libra where they're doing a lot of inner work. And this is inner work where Libra needs to look at the inner saboteur, the inner shadow, that the, the voice inside that tells us that we're not good enough or that we shouldn't try or we shouldn't be ourselves. So Venus, it just made that conjunction to Uranus. It was about liberation, letting go of something, revolutionizing, reinventing something. Now it's conjunct the North Node. So this might be a pivotal week for you in some way and one that continues to tug on some very deep emotions within. You do have the energy of the full moon and this full moon is in something called your third sign. 
third sign is about voice and communication ideas and information so it's a time for you to focus on your education getting new perspectives new ideas travel movement getting curious but at the same time really know knowing what you what you believe in what your truth is um the other thing about this full moon is that it does press upon this idea of choice, this, this theme of choice and the choices that you are making. Um, with Jupiter in Aries, and Aries is your relationship sign, you know, maybe the choices you're looking at are the type of people in your life, the type of partnerships that you make, the type of relationships that you are in and having to make different choices or needing to have necessary conversations and maybe even a, a conversation that hits on a deep pain point with a partner, spouse, or a close one-on-one -on -one connection. But overall, Libra, especially with Saturn in your fifth, this is a time when you're really needing to take yourself and take your talent seriously. So it sounds like maybe you're negotiating, negotiating something with you and a partner, but that said, make sure you're, you're staying true to who you are. And especially with Venus square Saturn this week, um, it is a time to really make sure that the choices that you're making are the right, air quotes, the right choices. They are in alignment with your truth, in alignment with your future, and they are equitable choices. Scorpio. So Scorpio, um, a bit of some rocky astrology. Right now, um, your planet Mars continues to be down in Aries, and Aries for you is the fifth, it's not the fifth, it's the sixth sign. And this is one of the ways in which uh, Scorpio is typically a workaholic. They will just work, 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 and do, 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 and, and do it, you know, till they pass out because Scorpio typically has a lot of stamina. Um, Mars is making a conjunction to Chiron this week. So, you know, in, in addition to the full moon, you know, maybe this is a, a week where a deeper pain point is, is getting pressed. I mean, on, on some level, you know, Mars, I mean, not on some level, this is something that you can go back and reflect on. Mars meets up with Chiron every two years. So two years ago, that would have been sometime around this time, in 2020, well, two years before that, it's 2018, um, give or take. And so Mars is sort of hitting on something that says, okay, you know, are you ready to take action? Are you ready to lead? Are you ready to be present? Does, does that make you confident or does that make you uh, have a lack of confidence? Um, but you know, don't rush, take it easy. And, and, and maybe you're feeling, um, you know, maybe that deeper pain point is emotional, maybe it's physical, um, take care of your health, take care of your wellness. Um, then we have the full moon. <laughs> and the full moon is in something called your money sign. Sagittarius is your money sign. So this is a time when you're really looking at money and finances. Gemini is one of your money signs, so it's Sagittarius. You're thinking about the future, you're making financial plans, you're thinking about your income and maybe sort of these deeper questions about value and worth. And how do you create material stability and security? Well, the full moon is going back to that sixth house, that sixth room, and you need to do the work. Sorry, I feel like my nose is running. You need the, there we go. You do the do the work. You do the practical work and just uh, start a project. But whatever project maybe you're feeling um, like a lack of confidence or like you, it's a little bit harder for you to step forward. But know that when you really do something brave and courageous in your life, Scorpio, it really shows other people 
what's possible. But, um, you know, Venus is your relationship planet. It is coming up to a square to Saturn this week. You have to continue to negotiate some bumpy points in relationships this week. Sagittarius, you are in the spotlight. So this full moon, again, is at 23 degrees. Uh, I think that's about December 18th. No, or 17th, 16th. I'm trying to do the math of where that would be, like in terms of birthday, but never mind. So Sagittarius, the, the full moon, the spotlight is on you. So this is one of those times in your personal astrology where life's a bit brighter, a bit louder, demands more attention. You'll feel more inspired and confident to go off in a new direction. Then we have the energy of the full moon pointing over towards Aries, and Aries is your fifth sign. So this is so much about a new beginnings, uh, for new starts, but about creativity, self-expression, about you being you, and maybe you having the courage and faith and bravery to be yourself. I mean, that's where the, the Chiron part comes in like you need to believe in yourself you need to, to have confidence and to to know that who you are for example is enough but you know with jupiter in this part of your chart your fifth sign um uh until october yeah that's, that's correct um this is a time for you to really relish in in who you are and and the things that give you you know passion things that light you up Mercury is back in your relationship sign, so there is some sort of longer story that's been lingering since April um, that you need to sort of wrap up or maybe see things from a different perspective. Venus will square Saturn this week. Take care of your health. Take care of your wellness. Um, make sure you eat your vegetables. But um, this is a this is a big week for you, and it does activate some Neptune energies, um, Sagittarius. So just know that, you know, to, to really nourish your, your heart and your soul and um, whatever you are creating in this world, um, make sure it's feeding something much larger than your ego. Um, Capricorn. So Capricorn, you know, there's it's been so much going on in Capricorn, um, but this full moon, it highlights something called your 12th sign. So the 12th sign of anybody's astrology is about release, letting go. Every sign or every part of the chart before this talks about the manifested world. But the 12th is the non-manifested world. So on some level, you have to look at the parts of your life that are not physical. You can't see them. Dreams, intuition, um, your inner life, your inner truth, your inner faith. Um, but also the point, the part of your life where you have to detach from something, let go on an ego level, and maybe even rest and relax and to let go. I think, and and you know, sometimes, especially with the Neptune that's really active with this full moon, it's like there's the things that we want, and and maybe they make sense on paper, and but we're like, why am I not getting it? Um, and maybe there's something about this full moon about faith and trust and, and hoping and, and, and having that leap of faith that there has to be something better out there, even if it doesn't quite match up with um, what you thought you wanted. So there is some release and surrender in this full moon, Sagittarius, um, or uh, in this full moon, Capricorn. Um, the energy is pointed towards your fourth home and family, releasing the past, releasing home, finding a new home, new beginnings, fresh starts, and maybe you need to let go of something first so that something better 
can come in, believe it or not. Um, the energy is coming back to Gemini with Mercury back in Gemini. Uh, Gemini for you is your six. Take care of your health, take care of your wellness. Um, and then you do have the Venus square Saturn. So having to make some sort of decision about your professional life, your career, and to make a uh, the next step up in your professional life. Um, Aquarius. Aquarius. So... Like it's been an, a really interesting time to be a fixed sign at the moment. And you know, two weeks ago we had Saturn, it turned retrograde. So it really did put uh, a lot of pressure on you, Aquarius, to, to sort of form some things in your life, to rearrange some things, to get serious. And I think that's one of the harder things about having Saturn in your sign right now is that the bar is set so much higher for you. Aquarius. So continue to keep that in mind, even though Saturn turned retrograde on June 4th, and that was a week, uh, you know, 10 days ago, a week and a half ago, but it continues to be um, part of the larger story. Sagittarius for you is something called your 11th sign. And so this full moon puts uh, relation to it's full moon puts community it puts friendships in the spotlight um, it does put relationships in the spotlight but it puts relationships on a larger level and so this full moon like you know it's like who are my friends who are who where's my community but it's also full moon for you to look towards the future for you to figure out what is the path of path ahead and sort of these larger matters of faith and truth. And I think that's been kind of, you know, I said this, I think the Taurus um, or Leo, there's been so many uh, structural changes in your life, Aquarius, that maybe this is a larger question about, well, what does it all mean? Where am I going? What's my truth? What's my vision of the future? Maybe that vision of the future, excuse me, is shifting. Um, you do have Venus um, going through the North Node this week. It's there's, there's something about this week, Aquarius, where it's a pivotal week. It's an important week. It's certainly important in the astrology of 2022, home and family, your roots, foundation. Um, and then Venus later this week does make a square to Saturn. So there's some you know needing to get serious about something, make some decisions about the household, the home, um, responsibilities, duties to parents, duties to family. Um, but then the Sagittarius again, full moon is, is highlighting that, that, that push and that pull between the world and, and your friends, your community, but also staying true to who you are. And that's especially with Mercury going back into Gemini, but, um, it's, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a big week. I mean, it continues to be a big time overall, it's certainly big astrology right now for Aquarius. Last but not least, Pisces. So Pisces, you're in a you know in a vicarious way in in the spotlight this um, this full moon. So a couple of things. Number one, this full moon is in something called your tenth sign. So you are in the spotlight professionally. Your career, um, your sense of direction, your reputation, your status, and even your ambition is in the spotlight. So, you know, on some level for some Sagittarius, for some Pisces, this is a time to change jobs, to get a promotion, to be recognized for your hard work. Um, be proactive about that. Maybe this is time for you to launch something in the world. You know, certainly having a full moon in your 10th sign is time to launch something. 
this full moon is pointing over to Aries and Aries is your money sign, but income, material stability, material worth. So there's something about your professional life and your money life that's wrapped up in this full moon. But here's the rub. Um, you do have this full moon a square Neptune. Neptune is in your sign, Pisces. Neptune's been in Pisces since 2011, 2012. So it's a really long time. And you know, sort of my joke about that is that you know, Pisces is already a really sensitive and intuitive sign. And it's just been more and more and more sensitive and intuitive over the last, I guess, decade at this point. But the thing about having Neptune in your sign right now is you've been just steadily opening up to something beyond this world and beyond you and really opening your heart and maybe, of course, needing to get grounded in this process. Um, but this full moon really does talk about the push and the pull between your professional wants, your, your, your ambitions, your material ambitions, but also making sure that you are being nourished, your, your home environment's being nourished, your roots are being nourished. So again, with Neptune energy, you can be the most famous person in the world, the most powerful, the richest person in the world, but it has to first feed your soul. So don't forget um, that Pisces, um, especially as you're reaching out towards your ambitions this around the time of this full moon, um, you see you've got that Neptune square. And, um, you know, it's sort of reminding you to make the, the right choices, both professionally, but also the right choices for you and to really open up to something beyond yourself. Uh, Mercury is back in Gemini, so it does highlight the home environment, busy stuff happening in the home environment over the next um, couple of weeks. But um, your planet Jupiter continues to be in your money sign. So it's all about new beginnings and taking action and really getting your money life in order right now. My nose got stuffy. So sorry about that. Um, but that is your look at the astrology of June 13th through 19th, 2022. My name is Katie Sweetman. Thank you all for joining me. Um, you can sign up for my newsletter every week you know first thing i do a synopsis of what the the week is ahead so for those who really like to get that first thing you know and it's also a great way to learn about upcoming events you know summits that i'm going to be a part of webinars and also even some um, bigger classes that i'm going to be doing in the in the near future um also, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, um, all, all the things. Um, but look for Empowering Astrology. And of course, the scammers are still around. They're, they're still cloning my account. So please, if I'm DMing you directly and it's like weird, it's not me. It's a scammer. Don't just re report them. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. So... Thank you all for uh, joining me uh, each and every week. I know many of you are familiar faces, you are clients, or you come in every week, and I really do appreciate your support. So be well, be safe, and until the next week when we have the solstice, the sun goes into Cancer, for example, um, certainly start the summer here in the Northern Hemisphere. So for, I guess, from me and Miguel, it's have a great week. Bye.